I think just a goal for all of the whole team is because we know we can do it, just get to the Junior College World Series and win it, not just get there, but win it. Welcome to episode 174 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It's been amazing to see how many Alberta-born and trained products are putting together incredible college seasons south of the border. From Matt Kootenay's torrid hitting at Old Dominion to Cesar Valero hitting everything in sight at Sacramento State to Tom Poole lighting it up with Cloud County, we're just scratching the surface, to be honest, of some of the fantastic accomplishments and we'll be aiming to bring you conversations with as many as we can in the weeks ahead. One of those players having an electrifying season is Dogs Academy and Okotoks Dogs product, Matt Wilk. Wilkinson. The hard-throwing left-hander has been dominant with Central Arizona College this spring, going 3-1 with two saves and 13 relief appearances. But here are the eye-popping numbers. As we record this episode, the freshman hurler has a 1.52 ERA, and get this, 58 strikeouts in just over 29 innings of work. Nicknamed Tugboat, Wilkinson has left many batters awestruck during his entire career, including an astounding 16 strikeouts in five innings in his Little League World Series debut at the age of 12. Earlier this week, we caught up with Wilkinson to talk about all of that and much, much more. Matt, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Hey, how's it going? Fantastic. Uh, let's open up talking about uh, your season at Central Arizona. These stats, I got to say, are pretty eye-popping, but the one that really sticks out to me, 58 strikeouts in just over 29 innings of work as we record this. How happy are you with your performance so far this season? Uh, I'm pretty happy about my performance, but there's some spots that definitely like could be better. If you, like, It's hard to say that, but uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like uh, with college baseball, what I've learned is just staying as consistent as possible. And when I stay consistent, it helps the team win. And that's the goal at the end of the day is just to win a lot of games. What kinds of things are you trying to work on as the season progresses so that you remain as consistent as you have been? Um, just working hard to keep the arm in shape. Uh, make sure the arm is healthy at all times and the body too. Because uh, it is a long season. You, you do play four or five games a week. It is. It was definitely a change from high school because, you know, well, being in Alberta, you only get to play for till like April because of the snow and stuff like that. But, uh, no, it's been fun. Um, yeah, I'm just really happy to be here at Central. Are you surprised at all that you've been able to have this kind of effort so far this season? I know some guys, it, it takes a little bit of time to adjust, but you seem to have jumped in uh, into the deep end pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, um, I'm not really surprised at all, but that's just more of my confidence and just how I pitch on the mound. Uh, I don't know, if, just if you can be as confident as you possibly can, it just goes a long way. And that's what uh, my old pitching coach said. Okotoks dogs helped me out a lot with Jeff Duda, just being confident, and it's, I've definitely brought it over to mm-hmm. college side of baseball. What's been key to your success so far? Are you leaning on any specific pitches? Are you just sort of leaning on that confidence? What's been working for you? Um, strike one, if I'm going to be completely honest. It doesn't matter what pitch, but just getting ahead in the account helps so much. You just 
just almost like you own the batter is how I feel. Like just uh, that's my plate, and I'm gonna go attack it. And when you get ahead, your success rate is so much better than it will be. And just getting ahead and pitching with confidence, and it's kind of been I've been doing it my whole life, and just not making just because it's college baseball a bigger deal, but um, other than that, just getting ahead. Now the team is 42 and 8 overall as we record this including 26 and 7 in conference play. What's the feeling in the dugout right now knowing that you've been playing as well as you have throughout the course of the year? Um it's been good. Uh we just believe it or not, we just had a a four game losing streak last weekend and it was kind of like we all were shocked cuz we haven't lost more than one game in a row. The whole year is kind of a, like a gut check. We all came together, and now it's just honestly, it's just loose. Like we go out and have fun at the end of the day, and I think that's why we're so good. Is because we just don't make it bigger than it actually is. We just go out and have fun, and just because we all know we're capable of being the best team in the country, so why not and go do it? Is that almost a good thing to have a little bit of adversity during the season versus sort of running the table through the course of the year and then facing that adversity come playoff time and then before then, by then, it's too little too late to a certain extent? No, kind of. I don't know what this team, man. Like, uh, it's one of the coolest groups I've ever been a part of, like, it's just so talented from top to bottom. Uh, there's not really a hole on this entire team. And I think it's good. I believe it's good. We went through a little adversity now because now we know come playoff time, anything, anything can happen. It's playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. And compared to later in the season, is, I, and I think it's going to help us a long way. Going into the year, did you guys know that you had as good of a team as you have? Uh, yeah, I think we did. It's just kind of just with the history central every year and probably start the season. Um, our head coach prepares us really well. And, uh, we, I think we had an idea, but I didn't know we, I don't think we all knew we were going to be this good is what I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Getting down to the last couple of weeks of the regular season here. What's the team mindset heading into playoffs? Just, just go out, play hard, and we gotta just win games. Like, don't make the moment bigger than it is. Still remember to have fun, but when it comes down to it, just no one's better than us is the mindset we all have, and it certainly has shown for sure throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Do you have any personal goals that you'd like to achieve to finish out the college season? Um, I went to junior college world series. Uh, for sure. I already got one of my personal goals commit to Yvonne. Uh, I committed to Utah. But other than that, uh, I think just a goal for all of the, the whole team is because we know we can do it, just get to the Junior College World Series mm-hmm. and win it. Not just get there, but win it. Speaking of the talent that you have around that team, you're also getting to have this journey with someone familiar to you and Tyrese Johnson, another dogs guy. How cool has it been to be able to do this uh, with him beside you? It's been fun, yeah. Well, we've been playing together since we were in grade 10, uh, 15 years old. Now we're 18, 19 in college. Playing for the best team in the country is definitely cool. 
we're sweet mates as well, so I see him all the time. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a cool experience for sure, and uh, it's been really fun. Fantastic. Let's go back in time a little bit here. You're a Latiner BC native. How did you get into the game of baseball in the first place in a country that, frankly, is more known for its hockey? Um, my dad. My dad was uh, just like me. He loved just, just uh, it's not that he didn't like hockey. It just like wasn't for him. And he picked up baseball and was a pitcher like I was. And as soon as since I was a young age, I've always just I don't know, love the game of baseball that and he's helped me out a lot and yeah, I'd say he's the one that brought me into the game of baseball. Were you a multi sport guy growing up or was it all baseball all the time? Uh I played football until I was like uh probably twelve, thirteen years old when uh yeah, and then when that came I just uh I just had a thought that I could do something with baseball and I kinda just said, Well, I'm just gonna focus on this and it's for sure helped out. Did you have a favorite team growing up or a favorite guy that you always watched and tried to maybe mimic your own gameplay after? Uh, Mark Burley and Clayton Kershaw, just uh, two left-handed pitchers. Uh, I feel like me and Mark Burley have more similarities than me and Clayton, like Kershaw does. But, I mean, Kershaw has been one of my favorite players ever. And I just, like, I've always kind of looked up to Mark Burley, just the way he pitches because it kind of reminds me of how I pitch. When did you realize that you might have a future in the game? Was there a moment in particular where you went, yep, this is what I want to chase? Uh, Little League Old Series. When I struck, when I played Mexico, uh, when I was 12, uh, I struck out 16 in that game. That's when I really realized, I was like, wow, I could do something with this. So I put my mind to it. You segued really well into my next question because I wanted to ask about that, doing a little bit of research on you and not realizing just how big of a game you had in that opener against Mexico. 16 strikeouts, five innings worth of work. Uh, you had four strikeouts in one inning because of a dropped ball. What do you remember most from that experience? Uh, to be honest, I don't really remember the game much. as one of those, like, I blacked out moments. Uh but the Little League Series was a great experience. It's like, I don't know, it's something as a 12-year-old kid, it's been, it's like Christmas, you know, it's like a week of Christmas. It was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life, just meeting kids from, from Australia to Uganda uh, to Japan. And as a 12-year-old kid, you can't really get much more than that. And it was one of the best moments of my life, for sure. Walk us through that moment when you show up at Williamsport, because I've, I've heard some stories from others who have said it's just this carnival-like experience where, you know, you're coming from Canada. It's not necessarily the um, baseball is not necessarily thought of in that way. And yet here you are walking into, you know, media interviews and all these other aspects to a game. And like you said, you're 12 years old at the time. Yeah, well, we first arrived at, uh, I want to say like 3 a.m. as we were one of the last teams to get into the tournament. So, but when that morning you, I woke up and went outside, I was like, holy crap, this is like Wonderland. This is mm -hmm. the coolest thing I've ever experienced. And then just seeing the competition of 12 year olds, it's definitely like, wow, these are the best 12 year old kids in the world. And it's awesome to be here. You know what I mean? 
when you think about that game and like you said you black out but being able to look at it with hindsight being 2020 how crazy is it to think about how dominant of a performance that is and is that something that you kind of hold yourself up to as far as the standard is concerned like hey i want to do that every single inning i'm out there is strike out every single batter i face uh yeah um ever since then i just 16 K's in a game is going to be hard to beat, but for sure it's, I love, uh, if I can strike out everyone I can, that's my goal. I try to do that, but just fill up the zone. But cool thing about the Blue Gold series was this, uh, kid in our conference, uh, from coach East college. He was actually the 16th strikeout okay. I got. And I faced him, I faced him last week and struck him out again. So that was cool. And we talked about that and it was kind of cool to talk to someone on that team. No way. That, just the the small yeah. world that baseball is, eh? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's what we're both saying. Absolutely. From there, you end up heading east to Alberta to join Dogs Academy. How did that all, how did that situation all come to be? Um, if it wasn't for Alejandro Cazorla, I wouldn't have been at those, those dogs. Uh, he kind of, he decided he was going to go out there and me and him have been best friends since we 10, 11 years old, playing with each other. And uh, when he decided, uh, I got a call from Hollick and kind of the rest is history. I went on a visit and I said, this is where I want to be. And it's helped me out a long time. Uh, the dog is one of the best places to play baseball, I believe. And I think it will stay that way for a long time. Sticking with Alejandro for a second here, I know that team that you played with with the academy was really talented, and you're seeing a lot of those guys, Alejandro included, who's having some success at the college level, yourself included. How cool is it to be able to to watch your your former teammates all doing so well at different spots around the country? It's really cool, but it's not unexpected. Like we all expected us to do this. Uh, we all knew we were capable of it, but for sure to see one of my best friends, all my good friends from high school succeed. It's, it's honestly awesome. It just shows that the dogs do a really good job uh, producing college kids. Mm -hmm. Looking back on it, what did that program mean to you in your development, not just as a ball player, but also as a human being? Uh, everything. They helped out a lot. They help you. They prepare you for a lot of things, uh, college baseball, um, they helped me out as a person too, believe it or not. Uh, all three of the coaches on the black team, but those three, and then even all the coaches in the academy are just like a big help. They, I don't know, it's, in my opinion, the best coaches in Canada, and I think it should stay that way for a long time. Looking back on it, I know a lot of those academy guys, when they're doing 50-50, they're dreaming of that day that they get to play for the college dogs. You got to have that experience not just in 2021, but also back in 2019. Take us back to that time, and what did it mean to you to be able to be one of the high school guys playing on a championship roster? Uh, it was cool. Uh, well, I think uh, well, Graham Bruner kind of started the wave of it when he was in grade 11. And he got called up and I just like, I had the same feeling that I would get to do that because me and him were kind of the same. We, I look up, I look up to Graham, if I'm going to be completely honest. And, uh, when he did it, I was like, wow, that's what I want to do. And when I got the chance to do it, I just, at, at first it was definitely, uh, like, wow, these are a lot of 
lot of people. These guys are a lot older than me, but that's when if you just making excuses does nothing for you. I just kind of went out and did my was myself, and I did pretty well. So I'm just going to keep on doing that. Mm-hmm. As mentioned, you come back last summer, racking up a lot of Ks again. When you're facing each batter, are you adjusting to them? Are you focusing on what you do? Take us through your mindset going into each at-bat. Um, I just, I focus hitter to hitter. Like, my goal at the time is to get this guy out. That's my job. And if I can do that, I know I can help my team win. And just being focused and not letting the moment get too big kind of thing. Uh, just attacking the hitter and just I like I don't like to call my own game because I kind of like staying in a in a mode where I'm just like okay I see the sign and I'm gone like get ready to throw I just stay in a stay in a roll and just stay right there and do whatever I can to help the team win. Fantastic! A couple of fun ones for you. Your nickname, Tugboat. Who came up with it? And maybe more importantly, on this, do you like the nickname, or is it a matter of just tolerating it because you've had it for so long? Uh, I love it. Uh, it's it's been with me forever, and I think it, it will stay with me forever. Um, but my it was my dad's best friend uh, when we were in T-ball uh, playing, just doing a base race after a game. And I was running around the bases, and my dad's best friend was yelling tugboat, tugboat, because he said I was moving so fast, but that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. The other one, everyone dreams of heading to the big leagues. Let's say you get your pick of teams with the roster they have right now. Which team you want to go to? Uh, I Honestly, it doesn't really matter to me. Whatever team gives me the chance, if if I get the opportunity, it would be an unreal, uh, unreal feeling. and. Uh, just, I don't know, whoever drafts me, I'm going to go to work. That's all I got to (laughs) say. Fantastic. Uh, from central Arizona, you're now committing, as you mentioned, to the university of Utah. What led you to choosing that school? Um, I really liked the the recruiter. Uh, the guy who called Mike Brown was, uh, one of my favorite recruiters I've ever had. Um, he just, he shot it straight with me and that's what I like. And, the uh, head coach is a really good pitching guy. Um, he's been around the game for a while. And what what I said at the – I want to help out my parents as much as possible, and they were able to do that for me. So, A couple more questions for you. They're the standard ones we tend to ask here. Let's say you're heading back to Okotoks and you get to offer some words of advice to those young kids just joining the academy. Using your experience and what you know now, what are you saying to those kids? Um. I would say most importantly, uh, just have fun. Um, the game, when you get older, people tend to say like they lose fun of the game, but I disagree with that. I think the more you have fun with it, the more things you will get out of it and the more just the enjoyable time you'll have. But as soon as you start, you start saying you'll lose the, you're losing the fun out of the game, but I just disagree with that. The more fun you have, the better the game is. And especially in the academy, the coaches let you do be able to have fun. But there's times where you got to be ready to go. But just remember to have fun. Mm-hmm. Final question for you here, Matt. What does the game baseball mean to you? Everything. Uh, it's been around in my life my whole – been around my entire life. And I'm trying as hard as I can to make it a reality, make make my dream come true. But 
it means everything. Uh, baseball will be with me till I die, kind of thing. Uh, I'll be watching it forever. It's a fantastic way to end it, Matt. Really appreciate the time. Congratulations on all the success you've had to this point. Continued success going forward, not just at Central Arizona, but beyond as well. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your story. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Matt Wilkinson for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you haven't already, leave us a rating and review on your podcast app as those actions help us get more visibility on all of the platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. We'd also like to take a moment to thank our Platinum supporters for all they do in spreading the word about us and for their work in Alberta's baseball community. The Okotoks Dogs are looking to win another WCBL championship this summer, and it all starts on May 27th against Brooks. Check out their schedule at dogsbaseball.ca. And AHP Academy is up and running with plenty of games this spring. They have the slogan, Devoted to Driven Athletes. See what they have to offer at ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thanks to all of you for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.